everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of 1107 in Dark. This is a new series Caitlin and I are going to be doing on our podcast where we take a playlist that we create, listen to some of our favorite songs and do a deep dive into the music. The very first playlist that we're going to be doing tonight is based on the genre Neo Soul. This is a genre that Caitlin and I used to listen to a lot as children and we love listening to now even as adults. So we want to take you into some of our favorite songs from that genre, get into the music, get into the artist, get into the lyrics. You ready? Pop in your headphones, listen to the playlist that's down um, in our description below where we've linked all the songs that we're going to be listening to tonight and discussing. And um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, so the playlist that you guys are going to see is like the extended playlist. We've made it a shortened version so that we could hit on like some of our top songs. So I picked five, Courtney picked five songs so that we could talk about in today's podcast. However, you'll see the long extended list of all the Neo So excuse me, Neo Soul songs that we really enjoy throughout our lives and now currently. Um, so yeah, take a listen to those. The link is in the description box below. Um, but we're going to go ahead and jump on into one more again. Yes. And just so you guys know how this will work is we will play, we're going to play the song separately because um, we can't get copyrighted. So we're going to play the song separately. We hope you're going to be playing along with us and we're going to be discussing the song as we play it. So it's kind of like a little jam sesh, even though we, you know, we can't play the music out loud, but we, we're going to all have our own little like, private party and then discuss as we listen to the songs so that'll be the format of this show as well as future 1107 and dark episodes so we're excited about that format we're excited about getting to talk music with people because you know it's something we enjoy personally but something that we're excited to share with other people and to maybe you know even explain or or share some music that people may have never heard of or you know alternative genres or things like that that people might take some interest in so yeah but the very first one we're doing tonight is neo soul and just a little bit of background neo soul neo soul is a contemporary r&b um soul sound taking that soul sound from the 70s but mixed with elements of hip-hop so it's very expressive so um it's, it's very expressive as far as lyrics are concerned so it's not as mainstream as like your standard r&b Right. And then mm-hmm. I also have um, like some differences between your typical like soul music versus your neo soul. So neo soul is distinguished by a less conventional sound um, than its contemporary R&B counterpart. Um, so typically your neo soul is going to include elements of either funk, jazz, hip hop, African music, pop, rock, and electric music. So that is what distinguishes your just your soul music and your R&B from neo soul. Exactly, yeah. Neo soul is um it's kind of like what it sounds although it's I guess it's sort of a mis- misnomer is it's really a fusion genre. It's mm-hmm. not so much like new soul. Um although that's kind of how it was labeled to be sold to audiences but it really is about fusing different types of sounds exactly um, and Indoor just genres and genres yes so um it originated with motown records in back in the mid 90s that's when it really kind of came on the scene and artists like erica badu uh d'angelo rafael sadiq um and people even say like Alicia Keys. I'm a little like, I don't know how I feel about that. But like yeah. people say like Alicia Keys and John Legend. And I'm like, they're more pop oriented to me. But I could see how you could see. Mm-hmm. I can see how you can make the argument that their musical style does lend itself towards something like me. See, I think they're more R&B, but that's me. Yeah, I would consider them like more hardcore R&B, less neo soul. but For sure. But yeah. But, you know, neo soul is like a subcategory of R&B. So... Exactly, yeah. It's more neo soul is like the alternative cousin to R and B, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you had to really yeah. Put it in context. But to me, some of the strongest R and B comes from neo soul because the lyrical content in neo soul is so rich. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, speaking of, okay, we should get into the songs because you know that's what we came here for for a jam sesh. So, 
the very first song we're going to be listening to is One More Again, like I was saying earlier, um, by D'Angelo, who is really credited with really bringing Neo Soul to the more mainstream audiences um, back in like the late 90s, early, yeah, mid to late 90s, like 96. Um, this is, One More Again is a deep cut on this album, um, but it's certainly not to be missed. It is, uh, it's one of my favorites from his Voodoo album, which is his second album. And it's just, it's just pure, pure neo soul. So you ready to get into it? You ready to hit play? Let's do it. All right. And play it. So I'm going to go ahead and say this, but I'm a little biased to D'Angelo. I love D'Angelo. He is such Mm -hmm. a vibe. So um, I actually never heard this song before, believe it or not. Um, but like, it gave me nothing less than D'Angelo. I was once again impressed, to say the least. Yeah. It's, it never disappoints. Seriously. And I hope all the people who are like listening with us, like, it just, those very first like chords, it's just like, it gets you, it's so smooth. It like, yeah. it kind of like brings you into the verse, which is coming next. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, his musicians are great. Yeah, what I appreciate about those out al- about the albums is like they were really concentrated on making it almost like narrative, like it flows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, and I feel like like the music itself is its own art, and then like the artist singing or you know rapping or whatever the case may be, that was its own art in itself. Like they could be individual and be great. Exactly. It's definitely like a really like groovy melody. Um, yeah. With some really like fun, funky jazz vibes, which hints the neo soul. Exactly. I feel like D'Angelo yeah. is just so underrated. Agreed. I was, something I was thinking about like with this song, like just listening to it, is it's so smooth. And I think it's mm-hmm. that adds to like what the lyric or it helps to kind of show the lyrical content because the the song is about you know somebody trying to reunite with an ex-lover like somebody's like i i want to see you again one more again you know what i mean yeah and it's like it has this like smooth quality to it which is like it kind of shows like a smooth talker that's kind of i was thinking like somebody really trying to like trying to like talk to you like i shouldn't do this but maybe i should because it feels good you know Mm -hmm. um it's like that old thing that that this is like it kind of personifies that for me for sure i would i would agree with that i didn't perceive it as like smooth talking but that's like a great analogy it's just real smooth and like sultry and like flowy like you know this is a time but i want to but I, exactly, yeah. yeah, that's what I feel yeah. when I'm listening to this. It's like, if somebody was singing this song to me and I was like the person they were addressing, you know, in the lyrics. Yeah, I'd probably I would, go back. I would, th- yeah, I would think about it again because I'd be like, I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I would go back because it feels so, it feels good, you know. Yeah, for sure. It is. Yeah. It definitely is like a feel good song. It makes you feel warm inside and warm and cozy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's like Neo Soul as the genre, you know, the, the genre as a whole, let alone D'Angelo, because he's a freak amazing. Um, mm-hmm. He always makes you feel like warm and cozy. Exactly. And it's, you know, these songs have that heavy bass. Oh, you know, I love With the bass. Slow rhythm, kind mm-hmm. of, honestly, not even a complex like music like the music's not complex to me at know? all it's like a slow steady rhythm they find a good beat they find a good like um like rhythm or mm-hmm. melody um and then they add that little hip-hop sound over it and that's yeah. the, the vocals work Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the key with Neo Soul for me is like they usually have a really good bass line that's carrying the beat. So like mm-hmm. there's a difference between you having your drum that's carrying your beat or you have your bass that's carrying the beat, your bass line. Um, so if you don't know, fun fact, I have a bass and I've been learning to um, play the bass 
And so your baseline is usually consistent throughout the entire song. But if you have Mm -hmm. that consistency, like Courtney said, it just kind of makes it a smoother melody. It's more groovy because your baseline actually stays the same throughout the entire song. Um, Unless there's just like something that changes um, in that one little part or you have like a a special section in the song. Right. But it definitely like adds that that smoothness and yeah, it adds that smoothness. And that's what this song, that's what Wilma Again does. It like, it hooks you in with that like strong bass first, that mm-hmm. consistency. And then mm-hmm. when the start singing, they add the like more hip hop type sound or they add different drums and exactly. they add like, they add the f- like flavor to it when he's mm-hmm. singing the verses. And so it's kind of like a little razzle dazzle. You know? Exactly. And then you have the ending then it's like complete left field. Mm-hmm. It's more like fun. That's that's really like fun. Um, well, let's be honest. The whole song is fun, but the the beginning part and or the um, for majority of the song, it's more of like a smooth, fun, jazzy vibe. The end is like they're just going real ham on all the musical yeah. instruments that they included in in the song. Exactly, and his vocals are so um, rich. You can mm-hmm. go into falsetto and all of that. That I, I, it really just it brings you in, you know. For sure, for sure, definitely a bop, top, yeah. top artist, let alone song. Exactly, I, I'm great song. Glad we we finished up that song. You got the song. You listened to that one. Yep. Yeah, that was honestly that's like one of my favorite songs, probably like just of the '90s R&B mm-hmm. era. Yeah, okay. and then I like, of course, it's D'Angelo. I'm like his honestly, the whole Voodoo album, like, ooh, I I love the whole Voodoo album. It's one of those yeah. you can definitely just put on repeat if you're looking oh, for, for sure. good neo soul Voodoo. That's, mm-hmm. and I think it was Absolutely. actually critically acclaimed at the time as well for being just like really a really well produced, consistent, um, like kind of almost like a a staple of neo soul at the time oh really really Hmm. yeah yeah i could see that though yeah for sure but yeah okay so you want to move on to the next song nothing even matters this is a classic too yeah speaking of yes for sure angelo in it um, who we love as well as lauren hill who a lot of people consider to be a part of the neo soul movement as well and i really yeah I didn't hmm. totally consider her that, but, you know. Yeah. But I could see that because it has more of like, her music has more of like an African and or like reggae um, type of type of style, which Neo Soul is basically a combination of two different genres and or styles of music. So mm-hmm. I, I guess. Um, yeah. Neo Soul is, while it's like a small subset, it's actually so broad, so... It yeah, can be confusing. It, it's fusion. It's all about a fusion mm-hmm. of sounds. It's not, exactly. you know, it's not one or the other. It's about blending and mm-hmm. mixing different like types of music together, really, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So all right. You ready to get into this one? Yes. I love this song so much. Me too. Love this right. song. You want to press play? Yep. All right. Let's go. Oh, the intro of this. I love it. Yes. Once again, another smooth melody by D'Angelo. Um, exactly. You also have the strong bass line coming in from the top, um, along with a little snap, but you get a lot of that in um, more of like a poetry um, spoken word Yeah, uh, that's, that's arena for me. was the snaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- what I realized, this is the first time I thought about it this way. The snaps are really in place of the drums. Like mm-hmm. where a drum percussion would be to hold that steady beat, the mm-hmm. snaps take that place. And I was like, that's such an intentional artistic move because oh, it yeah. makes the listener feel like we're a part of the music making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still remember like as a kid like we used to like try to keep it with the snap you know what I mean like that was exactly. like our input to the song <laughs> exactly and the thing is the snap is so consistent and so regular it becomes mm-hmm. the beat becomes oh, yeah. what, what the the drum would be exactly you 
Yeah. Obviously, right. you have your bass line carrying the song, but mm-hmm. um, that snap really makes a difference. I feel like you can't not have the snap in this. Exactly. Obviously, we only know it with the snap, but that literally made the difference in this song. Exactly. And it's like it uses the listener who like it kind of implies that you're a part of it because it's like I'm mm-hmm. sitting in this club listening to them too. I'm helping them keep the beat. I'm helping them make this song. Same way that like, um, you know, Neo Soul like uses live instruments as well as, you know, produce beats. Right. So it exactly. kind of helps that fusion of like live performance mixed with mm-hmm. uh, already produced musical exactly sound, you know I mean? so i, I think, agree with that was brilliant that they use these snaps because it just it shows so many it's a, such an artistic um symbol i guess you know absolutely as well as like the simplicity of it like i love that typically it's a super simple or for this song specifically it's such a simple um beat it's just a basic bass line um which like i said in the last song it usually is pretty consistent around the entire song. And then you have like the snap that's just added an extra. That's pretty much, and some other instruments in the background. But it's that's pretty much it. There's nothing super intricate about it. Um, they took like some common things that you would find in pretty much any music um, and really made something simple, but so, so different and unique out of it. Exactly. And another thing is like, this song really is a ballad. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It really is... Um, it's like a dramatic ballad it, because it tells a narrative. And it's yeah. about these two voices coming together to express their their love for each other. Like, nothing even matters. Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's going to stop me, you know, and me from, like, loving you, you know? She's like, even if my boss calls, will calls, you know? Yeah. Even if, like, the sky falls, like, you know what I mean? So it really is this, like, kind of deeply romantic ballad, but mm-hmm. put in a very, like, jazzy, groovy, intimate setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's perfect to have Lauren Hill and then D'Angelo have such, like, smooth and, like, uh, you know, warm voices, male and female, together exactly. expressing that. You know, for sure. I I definitely remember like growing up listening to this song and um, this then this was my favorite song off of the album. Absolutely love the song. Probably overdid the song, honestly. Um, It's not as known as it it was just. Oh, it's definitely not. But um, I definitely like remember like thinking like, oh, my gosh, this is just such a vibe. Like Courtney said, is while it's a ballad. and it is saying such a powerful thing, right? It's also such a, a great musical creation with beyond mm-hmm. just what they're saying. Exactly. My favorite part is literally the ad-libs at the end when they're just like kind of going yeah. back and forth. Like, love it, love right. it, love it. Yeah, it really makes you feel like they kind of transport you to that like romantic, mm-hmm. if I were in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And nothing even matters. Like, you get to a point in your love and your affection where it's like nothing even matters. Exactly. You know? And this is, this is like what would come out of that, you know? Yeah. And also, too, with it being like a male and a female singing the song, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like they are in their own relationship and you like feel what they're going through. You're like exactly. see, visually seeing what they're going through as they're singing the song and be the, them being a, a, a dynamic in a sense, right? Even though they're not a couple. Um, you're still able to feel that through what you're hearing them say and just how they like mesh so well together. Exactly. And it's also like they're, um, I've read somewhere that Lauren Hill was thinking about like um, romantic ballads, like Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway who are from like the seventies. Right. So like closer mm-hmm. I get to those type songs. And she was, like trying to like make something that, would sort of mimic that mm-hmm. but make it more contemporary for the time and i i think yep. nothing, nothing even matters it's just it perfectly does that for that era oh, for, for sure. the neo soul sound mm-hmm. and then for their voices and like you know i just think it's really it's a song that should get played a lot more especially as a as a love ballad you know what i mean agreed no i absolutely agree with that i definitely think that like that's the perfect 
um, she definitely hit the nail on the head with that song, with the inspiration that she that she had, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Literally yeah. love that song. One of my favorites. Yeah, it's great. You don't even have to be like in love with somebody to like appreciate it. <laughs> it's such a great, it's such a great song. Yeah. Yeah, as a kid, I had no idea. And I was like, this is this is it. And this is the one. <laughs> so, exactly. but yeah. I think also too, like, you know, a good song when it's a good song. So. Absolutely. It just jumps out. It gets, it, For sure. it, it pulls you in, really, is what mm-hmm. Neo Soul does. It pulls you in and you're, you're there snapping and clapping and you're like joining in, you know? Exactly. All right. That was a good one. You want to move on to On and On, Erica Badu? Let's do it. Oh, love Erica. Love Erica. I know I'm going to keep saying that. I love all of these artists. They're amazing. Exactly. You know what's something I didn't realize is that a lot of people actually don't know Neo Soul like that. I thought it was really common because it was so common for us. It hurts my heart. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like, this isn't like this. We grew up on this. It's like bread and butter, you know? For sure. 100%. 100%. And I think, like, especially in the African-American culture, right? So you, you usually have, like, the stereotypical, like, rap, R&B, um, hip-hop. But this genre right here is just so soothing to the soul. Hence why it's probably called exactly. new soul. But it's just, like, I, you know, you got to listen to this. This is where it's at. I promise you. I promise yeah. you. I would not lead you astray. Yes, neo soul. I think the reason why it doesn't get played is because it's considered like more alternative. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, so many great ballads come out of us. Like we just saw, nothing even matters. That's a really great ballad. Um, yeah. And one more again, same thing. That's a really that's the lyrical content is almost like a ballad too. Like it really is. The stuff that they're making is like solid material. Like they're writing good 100%. songs. You know, it's not just kind of like mm-hmm. pop sort of flippant like you know cliche type things they're really putting effort into these lyrics you know mm-hmm. it's almost like their personal journals like you know it has that intimate feel to it that I think pop does not have and like other genres don't necessarily have mm-hmm. it feels like they write their they take their inner thoughts or journals poems literally and just set them to music you know exactly yeah alright you want to get on to on and on oh yes let's do it this one's a banger alrighty this one has a heavier bass line going into it for sure this one has more like definitely more of like a funk um, funk fusion for sure but this one, I think the the bass line is heavier because it's not a bass guitar. This is like an actual bass, like the big bass um, that's yeah. a couple feet, like about five. I thought it's about five feet tall, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Which that bass is as has a lot like lower, deeper range. So that's I feel like this. That's why this one has that heavier exactly. bass line. And it goes back to that live instrumentation. You can tell that they really had somebody in there like playing this, doing that. Oh, for in, sure, in a studio yeah. session. Which, believe it or not, um, people think that everybody's like playing instruments all the time. And actually, a lot of times they're not. They're just like synthetically making these beats, especially like mm-hmm. in the 90s. They would have been making synthetic beats. Right. But oh, for sure. Going back to like kind of that old school, like 60s, 70s style where you had to like sit in there. Somebody was playing the guitar. Somebody was playing the chords on the you know piano. Somebody was singing. Somebody exactly. was like live jam sessions I- for real. And I think that's what they like brought back with Neo Soul is that they had that like authentic. You can tell between what's synthesized and what's real. So, like this mm-hmm. one right here and on and on, you can definitely hear that's a real bass that's being played. Exactly. Absolutely. I feel like no one could be in a bad mood listening to this song. Like it's just such a fun, funky, vibey song. Plus, Erica's more like eccentric. So, like what she's saying in the song is a little more. Um, atypical <laughs> so mm-hmm. with how it relates to different things but it's just a f- such a fun song exactly my favorite line is i was born underwater with three dollars and six dimes i love that because it's like you really have to like sit there and like kind of think about her lyrics yeah they make sense when you really get into them but you know she says because people sing so quickly you're like what is yeah. she saying 
you know, and I like I get into it and I'm like, no, she was she was on something. For sure. My favorite part is when she says you rush into destruction because you don't have nothing left. The mothership can't save you. So your A is going to get left. Mm-hmm. If I were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not play in God, but they fear us just the same. That's literally like a play on the Bible and some of yeah. the, uh, the, basically a, a quote from the Bible. But it's interesting how she like turned that into like a question like, of whether or not do you believe or not, in my personal opinion. And if exactly. you do, then it, you know, is that rooted in fear or is it not, you know? So exactly. she's just, she's freaking a genius when it comes to, um, to lyrics, first of all, and just like how she creates her music. Exactly. Yeah, I'm hearing the lyrics right now, that song. But they fear it's just. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good. I love that. Like, she kind of breathes like the mothership. So it's like aliens implied. Mm-hmm. And also like religion and like intellectualism versus, you know, religion. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just like. Her spirituality, like, you you know she's, like, very in touch with, like, nature herself, earth, all yeah. of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I just think it's interesting, like, she's, she brings all of her, like, eclecticness into into the music, and she, like, imprints sure. it there and, like, doesn't explain it. I love that. <laughs> that's At what all. you do as an and artist. Exactly. And, like, you know, you can tell that's her platform to do it. But also, too, like, just to, like, the mystique behind the song. I love me some good music that makes you think and, um... It's just like food for thought. This song right here will have you thinking for days if you look into her lyrics. Like I'm telling you, it's just like, what? Huh? What? Exactly, yeah. Throughout the entire song. Just like that one thing that I said was my favorite quote. Like so many other people could look at that completely different. But um, that's why, that is why I call her a freaking lyrical genius. Yeah. I wonder if she like writes if she wrote all of her songs for Baduzium, because that was her first album, Ooh. I think, Baduzium, or either her second one. Um, um, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if she wrote all of them, but I do know she was signed with Motown, and a lot of the people who, um, Neo Soul is really associated with Motown, like Erica Badu, Indie yeah. I'm not sure if D'Angelo was, but I think he was signed with Motown. So I think she is one of the composers for this song. She was? Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. She was composer. There was somebody else on here too. So I don't know like how much they inputted, but um, she's noted as one of the composers and um, the one of the lyricists, her and that the gentleman. So just them two. Which I can see, like I feel like she's definitely trying to bring up some like deep, interesting themes in her music. Mm-hmm. And she does it by wordplay, which is great because mm-hmm. you kind of catch people off guard, you know, and they're like, they're jamming to the song and they're like, I don't really know what you said, but like they're repeating it. And so like, it's kind of like, it sort of seeps in in like a really like kind of subtle way. Yeah. You know? For sure. 100%. Yeah. Definitely will yeah. have your brain going when you really listen. Yeah, for sure. And this is like, that's just like the beginning. Like so many of her other songs are also just as probing. Like another one I like by her is called Apple Tree. And that one's really like, it's kind of sarcastic, but it's, it's, it's that same sort of probing lyrics, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. All right. You want to, you want to move on to uh, D'Angelo Lady? This is another Mm D'Angelo song. We chose for the playlist. Okie dokie. As you can see, D'Angelo is very popular on our Neo Soul uh, playlist. We have chosen him three times for the the segment. So he's he's one of the tops for sure. Absolutely. It's because he really, his music really sort of defined, uh, Neo Soul. or helped define that genre, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this song we listen to is Lady, and this is from his first album. So you can kind of compare this to um to Voodoo. To Voodoo, which is his second album. All right, ready to listen? 
Let's go. Let's go. This is like another one of his songs. You can kind of tell he has that like build up when you first enter the song, um, like kind of mm-hmm. setting the scene for like what's to come. I feel yeah. like, like he's like notorious for that. Like most of his songs, they have that like little build up in the beginning, like introduction. Yeah. It's like, all right, here's what you're going to get. Kind of throw you into the, the beat. It's yeah, called the, the hook, hook, right? But I think so. Not, I don't know. But I always thought a hook had lyrics. I thought so too, but I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, may, I don't know, because it's like really technically just a beat. Yeah, but that's why I think it's interesting about it. It's like he hooks you in with the music, not just mm-hmm. the lyrics. You exactly. Know? Yeah, and today, like a lot of artists cannot do that. So, because most yeah. of the beats well, are like the same. Really making good music, they're making it's like strictly lyrics, and then the lyrics are cliche. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, you know. For sure. But he hooks you in strictly off of a beat. I mean, think mm-hmm. about that. That's purely musicianship. For sure. And then, and then he goes into like not even a full verse. He goes into the chorus. Mm-hmm. And then that hooks you further. Then you get into the verse. And they'll have they don't really have a lot of verses. That's the thing. It'll be like maybe Mm-mm. two or three. Yeah. Um, not many. And then it's the chorus and all of that, you know? This is definitely one of my songs. That's, um, one of the songs that are on the list of songs I need to learn how to play on the bass. Even though I'm not that great at it. This is on the list. Yes. I also like that they layered his vocals so much because like we were mm-hmm. saying, he has a range. Like he really can do falsetto and then go oh, back down sure. to like deeper tones. So yeah. they like they have him backing himself. Mm-hmm. I will say that's one thing I like about like this generation of music like they did their own ad libs they did their own like backgrounds like mm-hmm. you know you got to see their range you got to see what they were working with their full resume right there right nowadays yeah. you don't know who's doing it well the thing is back in the day like the 60s they used to have back uh, like backup singers like yeah like a lot it was of like a real voice would have backup singers you know what yeah I mean? but by the 90s artists were doing their own backing tracks and like layering their own voices mm-hmm. you know? i think it allows you to see like their range though and like what they're fully capable right, yeah. of so i really enjoyed that don't be wrong like those background singers were just as talented as well um but you were only able to see them in that capacity you know what i mean like yeah their voice were meshed in with everybody else's versus this you can you fully see that he can you know he has a falsetto you see that he can have a lower range you can see that he um just like his little tricks and stuff that he could do with his voice. Exactly, yeah. I also really enjoy the middle part of this song um, where he just kind of like breaks down like all the instruments that he's using. He has his bass line playing and he's like like building on to, um, I guess you could say like the beat where he's just like adding in like the piano or um, whatever other instruments he's using throughout the song. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of his style, though, is, like, hook mm-hmm. people in with that strong bass line, with that strong backing sure. beat, that sure. sort of smooth, strong backing beat, and then periodically add the, like, flavor in, pull mm-hmm. it back, add the flavor, pull it back, add the flavor, pull it back, add the flavor, and, like, kind mm-hmm. of create that rhythm. So it's Absolutely. like a it's like a layered fusion, you know, it's like a, a cake almost. Mm-hmm. It's like a um. He just like teases you just enough to be like, oh, I want some more. I want some more. Exactly, and then yeah. he gives you just a little bit, and then he like takes it back out, and then he like add a little bit more, and he takes it back out. Exactly. This is like one of the songs that I um definitely like blast in my car. Like if you see me down the highway, in my well, I have speakers in my car, so um, if my windows are, like, shaking drastically, this is probably one of the songs I'm listening to. <laughs> yes. And honestly, I, you know, don't have a problem with that. We love D'Angelo. I don't. Like, this is such a groove. It's such a groove, yes. It's so groovy. I definitely see why people, like, cope to, like, music. Like, we talked about this in the previous episode in one of our um, traumas in our uh, mental health series. Um, we were talking about how people use music as a coping mechanism 
And um, that was something that I, I had learned in our research. Um, and now that I'm listening to this playlist, like, yep, that's definitely me probably coping listening to this playlist because this music is just so darn freaking good. Yes. It'll get you, it'll, it'll get you right every time. I think. Seriously. Yeah. For me. For sure. All right. You want to move on to Brown skin? That's the next one on our, let's go for it. This is by, this is another one of my favorite. Yes. Another super noted neo soul artist. She mm-hmm. kind of came out the gate real, just with like a really strong first album. Like she's mm-hmm. that her first album, Acoustic Soul, is another one that I will listen to top to you know, top to bottom. For that sure. and like Voodoo, mm-hmm. um, yes, top to bottom. And we honestly we couldn't put all the India songs on here, but like if I could have, we would have because every Absolutely. single one of them just amazing, especially from Acoustic Seriously. Soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally just, just listened to this album what, like two days ago. So I always listen to this song. I mean, excuse me, this album, yet this song. I love, 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 love this song. Exactly. And her lyrical content is so strong, too, and so like mm-hmm. empowering. And um, for sure. Which is, it's so interesting that they consider this music alternative because all they're saying is like, love yourself. <laughs> like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're just, they're actually just putting truth. They're just stating the true experiences, and that's exactly. like somehow alternative. But um, but yeah, all right. This is Brown Skin by Ndire. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I just love how this song starts. Like, yeah. promotes promotes like celebrating your black your black and or brown skin, right? And I'm talking like even back in the day because this album was released in 2001 when this wasn't mm-hmm. such a popular thing to talk about, you know, your brown skin and appreciating your your skin and your skin color and being black and mm-hmm. stuff like that. This song did that back in the day. This was your promote your self-love as a black woman and your black man type of song. Mm-hmm. And black love, like two black people like enmeshed in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Anything black, she was promoting it, which she still does to this day. Um, so kudos to India. But this right here was like now looking back was like sort of eye opening. Because like, yeah, because I mean, think about it, nobody was doing that in 2001 at all. Yeah. No one. It was so like kudos to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it was coming off that era. Exactly. And for India not to be a, a light-skinned woman doing that is even more telling. Like, she has experienced that as a brown-skinned individual, I'm sure, yes. especially in the industry that she's in. So for her to say that, being that colorism back then was pretty, I would say, pretty prominent. Um, mm-hmm. And she was willing to be like, you know what, this is what I got to say. And it's all, there's something really sensual about this as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, the whole song is about skin to skin, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we can only imagine what they're actually doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, or what they're not doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like I said, I, I think this is, like, sensual. It's about touch. It's about um, kind of physical connection, not necessarily sexual, mm-hmm. but a physical connection. And appreciating somebody's, like, skin for how they are naturally you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure such a great so, song and the album in itself is beautiful um if you have not listened to idiot Irie before take a listen to her album um acoustic soul it was released in 2021 excuse me in 2001 but this is for me top neo soul album ever and i love d'angelo don't get me wrong but this album mm-hmm. right here is it it is it yeah i agree i i i actually i really agree with that i could i really don't, wouldn't even put them in categories as like one or two they're like the same mm-hmm. to me yeah i could see that yeah i will say india does have a little more of a she gets closer to pop sounding mm-hmm musically than D'Angelo does and that's because I think her she uses stronger beats whereas yeah. D'Angelo doesn't use so many strong backing beats yeah that's true yeah. he's more simpler 
when it comes to the beat. Yeah, and it's like more of a mellow groove. He like relies on kind of groovy type mm-hmm. things, you know. Yeah, I can see that, that bass line, and that's kind of it. Like a stripped down bass line is really what he relies on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I think India incorporates more of a, a synthetic sound. Um, mm. So, but yeah, no, still great albums, though. I would agree with Courtney in saying that they're side by side on the category. Um, exactly, so, yeah, yeah, take a take a listen to Acoustic Soul if you have never listened to it before. Really great album. Yeah, I love that it's like a black woman's diary. Yeah, Mus- it like is. A, a black woman's musical diary. A that black so young true, woman's yeah. musical diary. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, that's... For some people, I mean, not for us, but for some people, that's like a radical idea, like a black mm-hmm. woman, you know, feeling and existing in the world. For sure. <laughs> so to hear it put to music in, in such a beautiful, like enticing way, enchanting way is just top tier, you know? For sure. For sure. All right. So we're going to jump on over to The Way. Um, this one is by Jill Scott. So you ready to take a listen? Yep, hang on. We got some ads going. All right. I'm good on the way. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. Love, love, love this song as well. Jill is such a vibe. I just, they don't, I hate to be that, like, they don't make music like this anymore, but they really don't. Like, I'm like, I'm listening to the (laughs) lyrics and I'm like, every single one of these artists, put serious intention into like the lyrics that they're saying the Mm -hmm. wordplay the you know the rhyme the poetry of it all like they just really don't the girls aren't doing this anymore at all like they're not they definitely are not it's kind of like to me it's like kind of sad because it's like i really enjoy this genre of music and it's just not a lot of people who are doing that anymore exactly Um, but yeah and also too i think the thing that is that gets me about new soul as well is the relatability it's not you know like a lot of rappers and stuff now they talk about like just sleeping with people and or drugs and alcohol those are things that don't participate in you know what i mean this is just like real day everyday life black girl black women black men problems um because a lot of these artists and are are african-american um so it's like that level of relatability that is also it's like tangible to my life. Exactly. Great song. Yes. She gives me song. more like southern, like almost like bluegrass yeah. vibes with this song. Um is, if you can like see She's what? She's from Philadelphia. I know, but I'm just saying, like, the song itself, it just sounds more like, because I like, I enjoy some kind of, like, blues, black, um, blues, um, like, grass, bluegrass kind of music sometimes, alternative, if you will. Um, And it kind of gives me, like, that kind of vibe, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, she's, I like that she really does almost, like, spoken word in this. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. I would say she's less singing and she's more like speaking. Yeah. Especially in this song. For sure. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. And it kind of gives me Tank in the Bangers for some, for like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So do you think like Jill has really gotten the credit that she deserves? I don't think so. I don't think think any of these neo soul artists have. Yeah, I don't think so either. The only quote credit we measure it by is like mainstream success. And mainstream success is often cliche because it has to reach the masses, right? Or it has to be safe. Mm -hmm. Um, But I agree. I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. For sure. Yeah. I wish she was like more talked about uh, because she really is like a really good artist and also i love jill scott like outside of her music she's such a humble sweet woman um Mm -hmm. from like the things that i've seen her in and or like doing and talking like interviews and stuff she's so sweet like she just seems like a down-to-earth like auntie (laughs) 
Exactly, yeah. Definitely an auntie. For sure. I would love to have her as my aunt, for sure. I'm noticing how much she really is, like, she sings her own backing. She also does her background in this, too. But it's like her backing is the singing, and then her... Mm -hmm lead is really her spoken word kind of like yeah you know what I mean? yeah which is very pretty innovative now that you mentioned that i never noticed that but that is very true yeah that's a good yeah. one jill definitely a good, a good one. one for sure all right you want to do strength courage and wisdom yes ma'am another indie i read from acoustic soul this is a great song i mean the title yeah. itself is already so bold and like it's really a descriptor of of what's to come but Mm -hmm. this is almost like an anthem that's what i was for sure 100 percent. yeah for sure this is like my go-to pick-me-up song like if you are having just like a down and out day listen to this i promise you the song is literally like an affirmation to get yourself back into a good a good a good space really um definitely promotes some self-love 1000%. The album as a whole does in my personal opinion, but specifically this song. Exactly. Yeah. All right. You ready to listen? Let's do it. All right. Hold on. I got got an ad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yay. That's why you have to get a title. I know. I use YouTube. I'm so old. All right. I'm playing now. Are you good? Yep. I've already started. All right. It's been inside of me. I realize this song does not, um, it doesn't have that same like smooth mellow track that like D'Angelo had mm-hmm. or like Erica Badu had starting out. But then I thought I was like, you know what? I think it's good that it didn't because this is a pick me up and this is about like strength, courage and wisdom. It's about empowering yourself, you know? Yeah. So I was like, it doesn't need that slow build. It needed mm-hmm. to just get right into like a more up tempo. Exactly. You know? One hundred percent, and that's one I think I, re- I really enjoy that album as well, Acoustic Soul, because every song is almost different on the album. Um, some songs she has that intro, some of the songs she has more of like a neo soul vibe, right? Um, and then some of the soul songs she has more of like an R and B pop vibe. Like this song is more of a get me up song, so it's probably more like along the pop neo soul, right? But exactly. um, how she coincided that with what she's saying and what her intent was for delivering that is genius exactly i'm just listening to that line um it's time to step out on faith i gotta show my face procrastination mm-hmm. had me down but look what i found i found strength courage yep. and wisdom it's like these lyrics are so like you can't make this stuff up you have to like, like this is just coming straight out of her journal her diary mm-hmm into this song mm-hmm. and I'm like it's beautiful it's like it's the stuff that we have to tell ourselves every day it's the affirmations we have to tell ourselves every day like it's in me I can do this you know what I mean and she said exactly. it down to music and I'm like brilliant just brilliant mm-hmm. and like she has this part towards the end it says I close my eyes and I think of all the things I want to see because I know now that I've opened up my heart I know that anything I want can be so I let it be so let it be mm-hmm. like girl you were hitting on some affirmations back in the day honey but for real, better stop yeah. India maybe she was just before her time that's why she never got like I think so big. I don't know but like well, like it's so ironic to me perfect. because literally she was saying everything that people are saying now then like exactly. yeah Exactly. And like imagine like as a kid, like we can't like this is one album my mom always had playing. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. every single day. I think was it on a tape? She had it on a tape. I think yeah, it was on a tape. CD or something. Yeah, or a CD. Um, but either way, we listened to this song, this album 
all the time. So like listening to that as a kid, like I didn't really understand it. But like, can you imagine like if I understood what that was saying and I constantly listened to that, like I would be reaffirming myself all the time with a song for one. And could you imagine my self-esteem mm-hmm. would be through this roof probably. This is great. And like you, you, that's how you know the lyrics are like great because they literally, you can listen to the song twenty years later and be like, yes, mm-hmm. like these yep. are like classic lyrics. You know what I mean? Like really 100%. things that like, relate then and now, like, and probably for generations to come. Like this is, you know, because we all experience these like trials in life, right? Mm-hmm. We all at some point need to tell ourselves to. Like I have the strength, courage, and wisdom to get through this. I have the, I have everything that it takes to succeed. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. All yes, right. So that know. was strength, courage, and wisdom. Check it out. India once again is great. Uh, but we're gonna move on to loved by you by Kirby. Yes. You ready, Courtney? Yep. I did not know Kirby was from Memphis, Tennessee. I just knew she was British. No, she's from she's from the U.S. I think she lives in Detroit now. Are yeah, you, but she's from Memphis originally. Yeah, this is this is actually what I consider the least neo soul out, out of our playlist. Really? And it's because it's such a ballad. It's such a ballad. It is a ballad, but I'm talking about like the musical notes gives me more like. Gives me more of that, like, bluegrass. So I, I would say it's, like, a R&B, like, bluegrass. Yeah. It's just, like, a slower version of that. Right as Neo Soul as, like, D'Angelo or any of the other, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because it doesn't have that, like, hip-hop-esque yeah. beat in it. This is almost, See, it's almost rock acoustic to me. You think so? Because listen to that, like, guitar. The guitar, yeah. the lead, the guitar is really the only instrument playing right now. It is a live instrument, but mm-hmm. it's very, it's almost like acoustic, even though it's mm-hmm. electric, you know? Yeah. See, I was thinking more of like, it gives me more of like electric banjo vibes, right? But because yeah. like if you sped that up, that would definitely give me straight bluegrass, you know, like it would be like a more of like a bluegrass funk if you just sped it up however because she slowed it down so much i can see how you could possibly like yeah that maybe not fit that might not fit yeah i also did not know that she's um she's written for a lot of major artists um artists for a a lot of major artists um so i i thought she only did her music but she actually is a writer i didn't know that me either well that's i can see that because to me this feels like a true ballad it really is like a ballad to me Um, for sure so the lyrics are really strong Mm -hmm. and honestly i think the stripped down just really the electric guitar is um the lead electric guitar Mm -hmm. her vocals like this song above the other ones highlights the vocals the most to me yeah i agree I agree. But that's because like there's literally all you have to listen to is exactly one that one instrument in her her vocals. There's not this is like the simplest you could get probably without just singing. Exactly. I mean, and the thing is, the guitar is playing some pretty like interesting chords and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. And it like goes with the guitar goes in between of like this sultry, like little calming to like this like heavy, um, almost like heavy strumming. Well, not heavy, but like um, like that more intentional strumming that gets you a, a, like a a heavier sound, I guess. Exactly. So it was interesting. Even her voice does it too. It like goes in between of like this sultry, sweet, smooth, um, gentle like sound to a more of like prominent like I'm gonna let you know this is how I feel exactly and then like she relies so much on falsetto vocally Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting because normally falsetto is something you hear men doing yeah Um, like you know D'Angelo Prince is known for falsetto trying to think who else is known for falsetto 
know. There's oh um a lot of like bands from the sixties and stuff, like Temptations and stuff, they are known for falsetto. Okay. But um or at least certain members. But mm-hmm. you know, when you hear women sing falsetto, it's very like it's like calming in a way, you know, because women's yeah. voices are like naturally higher than men's, but are exactly. usually than always. But hearing her really go into falsetto intentionally, I think is that's what ties it back to neo soul for some reason for me. I don't know why. Mm, okay. Yeah, I can see that. And it's just, yeah. Okay. I'll be enough. Okay. All right, so we're moving on to our next song. Um, this is a contemporary song, Hours and Hours by Money Long. And we all know this song, or well, it's popular <laughs> enough. Yes, Most it's popular at the moment. Um, but yeah, I thought so this we're doing a great hours example. Hours. Yeah. Uh, you listening yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is almost like classic. It fits right in line to me with like the D'Angelos and the uh, Erica Badu's because okay. it starts out with that like kind of like slow move into the the hip hop beat, like the mm-hmm. that back, that strong backing beat is there, and then she adds the hip hop beat on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's got a little yeah, more definitely... of a trap sound in yeah. the hip hop beat than than like. You know, D'Angelo or, or you know, Lauren Hill had just because trap mm-hmm. didn't really exist then. But she's for a contemporary artist. I think she's she's one of the closest to a neo soul artist for sure. Really? See, I I, I was not getting neo soul from this. I was getting mm-hmm. more of like just R and B, like Usher. That's what it gives me. Um, I guess, but that. I. I yeah, but here's the thing. One thing I always look for in a good neo song is a good like baseline or some type of like simple beat that's carrying the beat. Like and this song has that. It has that drum that's just kind of like simple drum tone that's carrying this beat throughout mm-hmm. the entire song. So that's why I was like, okay, yeah, this is this could be neo soul because it gives you that like simplicity that you typically get with the other songs that we have listened to during this playlist. So exactly. I think because the hip hop beat actually is more trap oriented i do think yeah. it gives it more of a contemporary r&b vibe mm-hmm. um which nothing wrong with contemporary r&b either because it is close to neo soul you know mm-hmm. i would say without the neo soul movement we probably wouldn't even have contemporary r&b really oh for sure i agree r&b is influenced by like that sound mm-hmm. so yeah, and then I was thinking about the lyrics too. I was like, the lyrics are really intentional. She's using a lot of wordplay. She's oh, yeah. rhyming things. She's really, you know, just the idea of like mm-hmm. yours, mine, ours, and then hours and hours and hours, like that kind of thing. Like, I was like, this. At first, I I wouldn't agree with I would agree with you and been like, you know what, this is just R and B. It's not neo soul. But mm-hmm. I started looking at the elements of the song, and I was like, no. I really could see how this could fit into Neo Soul as well. It's a fusion song. For sure. You, I also really appreciate... It. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm good. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I really appreciate her vocal tricks. Now, you know, she's been in the game writing music for a very long time. So she obviously is very musically talented. Um, mm-hmm. But how she plays it, don't be wrong, like... A lot of people, they just do way too much in a lot of songs. And this song, some people may perceive it as just doing too much. But I feel like she, while she may be doing a lot, she has strategically chosen um, which vocal tricks to use where and when to do the most and when not to do the most. And when it benefits and when it isn't beneficial. Um, so I will say mm-hmm. she she is definitely creative with her, her vocals and her lyrics. Um, so... She's definitely, which I, I knew she, I knew her from like writing music. I didn't realize that she made her own music. Um, so kudos to her for, for putting this out there because she really like showed her capabilities for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it, honestly. Like this is probably, I wouldn't call this like neo soul in the way that we used to call it. Like we know from back in the day, it's not fully mm-hmm. that. But she certainly is the closest I think that we're like getting to that era in the really? in twenty twenty two. You know. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So 
uh, we're going to jump on into our last song for today's um, podcast. And it is called When I'm in Your Arms by Cleo Soul. Um, Mm -hmm. And so like Courtney said, Money Long Song Hours and Hours is her go to um, neo soul neo soul song as far as contemporary art is concerned today. Um, This would be mine. So this is more of like a contemporary um, version of what I would say neo soul is today. You ready? Yep. All right. I'm not gonna lie. I actually, I was skeptical of this song first because I was like, really? Oh, it was like indie, like weird, non. We well, you know I love that genre. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, but then I listened to it and I was like, no, I know why you put this in the playlist because that backtrack, that bass mm-hmm. line, that mm-hmm. is straight up like a neo soul move. Now For she's sure. added was- other types of sounds to it. Exactly, but. That backing track could be in a, in a D'Angelo song. Oh, for easily. sure. And I think also, too, like, even though, like, she's added her own, like, contemporary modern spin on it, um, mm-hmm. it's still pretty, pretty simple compared to what you usually hear today. Um, exactly, yeah. So that was also another thing that was like, okay, uh, this is definitely a more of a contemporary um Neo soul feel on top of like she has that build up that the angel likes to do with his music too. So like I don't know if you got to the part where, but she like adds that shaker in there real quick, um, just kind of shaking that up, and then she like takes it out, and then she'll add it back in later. Then she'll take mm-hmm. it out. So um, also her voice is very like sultry, smooth, soothing, exactly, warm yeah. and cozy. It's definitely no doubt the girl can sing. Like she can sing. Oh for sure. Roar, I love she, her. Her tone is is really perfect for this song and this this style of music i think mm-hmm. I will, the one thing that did get me about this song which sort of has nothing to do with the music is this appropriation i don't is think she, so because she is, is actually a british okay so she's actually british um so her mom i think she's biracial um i'm not sure i can look it up though but i think her um one of her parents is like African-American of some type of descent. But her parents uh, both played instruments in a band. So her mother played the flute and the guitar and her dad played the bass and the piano. Her dad, I want to say, was a part of a neo-soul band while she was growing up or both of her parents. It was either one of her parents or both of her parents. So she grew up knowing neo-soul. And so uh, I was watching something of hers and she was saying like she was heavily influenced by Erica Badu, Stevie Wonder, and Jill Scott. So I really feel like for her, it was more of an influence than it is... um, appropriation also to like being in another country um appropriation doesn't look quite the same over there as it does here like she could have literally just been heavily influenced by that because that's who she was around here in america is a little different Mm -hmm. yeah you know i I guess i shouldn't have been judging a book by its cover but i was like is this appropriation <laughs> but her, her, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't take away from the quality of her her music and her sound. Mm-hmm. I just I do think about the like political or the social kind of aspects of you know everything, but especially artwork. Yeah. You know? So I just but looked it I, up. Her mother is Serbian Spanish, and her father is Jamaican. So I can see that. Yeah, and you know that actually that kind of some of those um the percussions she uses because she's not using just a drum she's using mm-hmm. more like Caribbean type percussions in place mm-hmm. of what would be like you know our drum or like an 808 or whatever exactly you know? yeah yeah so and like the um i don't know what the names of all those drums are but you know like kind of the calypso type music yeah that's kind of drums you can hear like bongo mm-hmm. type no. Yeah. Even the shaker. It sounds like I know exactly like I if I saw it, I could tell you. It was like that little like it looks like kinda like a um like some type of shell with like a net of uh of like beads or something over it. It's like it's not something we have in America. I don't know what it is, but I, I can see it. Exactly. Yeah. So like I could like see her shaking that. But yeah, you I mean like knowing where she comes from, it's like, okay, that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she's um I think she's definitely knocking on Neil Soul's door. Sort For of like sure. money long. 
Mm -hmm. But it's what's great about it is it's also updated and it's infused with their own ethnicities, their own, Mm -hmm. you know, upbringing. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely think like contemporary wise, she's definitely like your neo soul like face, right? Um, and yeah. money long as well. Um, if you're looking for like a more modern twist on what neo soul would be, quote unquote, today, because exactly. I don't really think like don't be wrong, like they have touches of R and B, but I don't feel like they would just neither one of those would just fit into that category and be like, oh yeah, that's perfect for you. Like it's like mm, you have a little something else you're there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love the... She really keeps us that the strong, steady beat throughout the entire song and then mm-hmm. adds like, the flavors onto it, like we were saying with D'Angelo. And I think that that really pushes her towards Neo's soul. For sure. And also, yeah. too, how she comes in with that beat and leaves exactly out how she came. Like, you can just... Exactly. You know, it helps add that consistency as well. It's, like, cyclical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was that was great. I'm I'm so glad we had the opportunity to share that playlist with you guys. Um, you know, we this is these are songs and things we've been listening to since we were children. Like we were saying, neo soul has been a part of our lives for the longest time, and it's almost like a comfort genre now. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're so glad we had the opportunity to share that with you. Um, we're going to, like we were saying in the introduction, we're going to continue to do this series, 1107 and Dark, which is our little take on, you know, 106 and Park, if you know, you know. Then um, every few weeks or so, we're going to be putting up a playlist um, of our songs, either from, you know, curated from a specific genre, or maybe an artist, maybe an artist's album or like, you know, any any kind of musical, you know, thing that we're feeling or, you know, that we're interested in continuing to explore. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for those. We'll always try to announce on the previous week's episode where when we're going to be doing 1107 and Dark so you can have access to the playlist um, a week ahead of time so you can listen to the music, feel it out. And then when we come together and do this podcast on um, for the for the next week. Then we'll go through through selected songs with you guys and break down the music, break down the lyrics, break down the artist, and just have a good old good old fashioned jam sesh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was definitely fun. Uh, I'm excited to continue the series um, and seeing what else music that you know Courtney brings to the table, I bring to the table, and we we can talk about it. So we really appreciate you guys watching. We hope you tune in for the next 11:07 and dark. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. everyone thanks for listening to another episode of keiko talks before this episode ends i wanted to tell you all about a special online screening series i'll be hosting this summer for my very first feature film clout every saturday evening in june i'll be hosting a screening of the entire theatrical version of clout beginning at 6 30 p.m eastern and 3 30 p.m pacific each saturday we'll watch the film together and have an open q a with you the audience members me and members of the cast tickets are eight dollars each and can be purchased right now on eventbrite so head over to clout's official website linked in the description below to find the link to purchase your tickets can't wait to see you all at clout screenings this summer